I just had a conversation with Steve this morning about our staff, and um, I feel like, and I say this, and I've, I've said it throughout the years, but this is the best group of people I've ever been around. Welcome to SSR On Air. I'm Mike Rogers, your host for this monthly podcast brought to you by Smith Seckman Reed. Tune in as I interview leaders, colleagues, and clients about what is going on internally at SSR and in the larger engineering community. Welcome to SSR On Air. So today we got David Donahoe and Alex Ray from our transportation group to talk a little bit about what they do and what SSR is doing in that, in that world. So um, just relax and and talk about what you know about it. It's going to be easy. So um, let's just start out talking about you guys a little bit and, and uh, you know, where you came from, how you ended up at SSR. Alex, why don't you, why don't you start out, just tell a little bit of your history and, and, uh, and your story, a condensed version of it. Okay. I knew I wanted to get into engineering and originally thought I wanted to be an architect, and I soon changed my mind on that. I did but. the same thing. I started out <laughs> in architecture. Uh, but... Uh, then, you know, went to work for TDOT out of, out of college and uh, worked for them for 15 years. And got where'd, to work. where'd you go to school? Murray State University. Murray State, okay. The real MSU, I tell you. All right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I got out of college, went to work for a TDOT in construction, and uh, left and went to work for a contractor for a little while. Uh, doing some some bidding and some some different things that I typically wasn't. How, used to. how long were you with TDOT? Fifteen years. Fifteen. Okay. Fifteen years. Uh, worked for them for six months and enjoyed that. And it just they kind of went into to a downturn, and so uh, <clears throat> that didn't work out really well. Uh, but I got a call out of the blue from from uh, SSR, and. Uh, the rest is history. Uh, yeah. When was that? What year was that? 2005. Okay. Um, the first CEI mm-hmm. project that uh, SSR had had, uh, they wanted me to lead and manage it. And uh, I, uh, my interview, I, I will never forget. They, it kind of, they asked that this is going to be a new endeavor for us. We'd like for you to lead it, but we want to, for you to look at it like it's your business and, and uh, grow it and make it your own. Yeah. And uh, they've allowed me to do that. And I couldn't be prouder of where we're at and, and how we've grown and the way we've grown and, and the support that I've gotten from, from all of SSR as well. So we should probably tell everybody what your role is here then. I <laughs> Probably skipped that part. Right? We did. Uh, <laughs> The uh, CEI director, mm-hmm. uh, construction engineering and inspection, and it's on the horizontal side, transportation projects. And uh, TDOT is still our biggest, cl- our, my biggest client. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just working for them in a different role right now. So, so, so define <laughs> CEI for everybody. I know it's construction engineering inspection, but just briefly, what what is that? I know that people hear that term all the time, and, and, and a lot of people don't really know what what you guys are doing out in the field well it, the the name kind of lends itself it, it's construction engineering there's a lot of problem solving mm-hmm. uh we're out on the side every day 
but we're out also managing that project from from a client perspective, a TDOT or even a municipality, mm-hmm. uh, where their eyes and ears on the on the construction project were kind of the go between between the owner and the contractor. Yeah. And so we're we're problem solvers. We're we're doing <clears throat> a lot of administrative things. We're preparing the uh, the monthly cost estimates to to get the contractor reimbursed. We're distributing uh, shop drawings, uh, answering RFIs, things like that that, mm-hmm. that come through uh, on top of the actual inspection. And then our inspection staff are on, on this project daily, and so they're literally watching as storm sewer is being placed or asphalt is going down. They're, mm-hmm. they're making sure that it's to the plans and specifications that the owner has set it set forth. Yeah, so it's quality control, following plans and specs, but it's also quality control on materials and, exactly. and then verifying mm. uh, the progress that they're making, so pay apps and things like that, like yes. you're saying. The testing is included in that as well. Yeah, and see, I think testing is something that most people think about when they see an eye. They say, oh, they're out there testing concrete, and you know they're doing slump tests all the time, right? And I know that's, that's a, just a small piece of what you're doing. It is. It's yeah. it's it's working again for TDOT, and we're verifying that that specified material, whether it be concrete or asphalt, is is to their engineered standards, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's that aspect of it. But again, the problem solving, and I think that's what I enjoy the the most about it is where you can kind of. Uh, you know, bring your technical expertise and and answer, be able to answer questions and work with other stakeholders outside of TDOT or or the contractor. It may be a utility involved or uh, yeah. the municipality, some of their local leaders, or or whatever the case may be. That we actually have to uh, sometimes answer their questions or uh, kind of guide them along the construction process because it. It is. It's new to a lot of people, and and they don't understand the the details that are involved in it. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any project doesn't just fall out of the sky and it's complete and get, and so, get done, right? So. Yeah, or on schedule. Or, Ex- exactly. And schedules are a big thing right yeah. now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay. Well, we'll come back. We'll come back to some more of that for sure. So, David, up with the gray hair as you mentioned earlier. <laughs> Or so, white, yeah, or white. You've been around. You've been around a little while, and and uh, you know, I want you to t- tell us about your your time before here, and, and kind of where where your background comes from, and and how you ended up where you where you are. And what okay, you're doing. I guess the first thing I say is be careful getting a summer job. So <laughs> right. Got a, got a summer job, nineteen seventy six, out of high school, with T dot survey crew. Okay. In Macon County, out surveying roads. It was very interesting. And at that time, undecided what I was going to do in college. I knew it was going to be engineering or math, something related. So that pushed me to civil engineering. So I went to University of Tennessee, come back every summer, worked for TDOT. So I went to TDOT, actually went to work in the, in the Gallatin field office. Okay. So I spent 11 years in the field uh, building projects. Built, the last one probably I built was the uh, Rivergate Bridge there that you, you probably okay. drive over all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so moved to headquarters and actually moved to the design division. But the, my part in the design division was pavement design and estimating. So okay. spent a year and a half there was, like I say, I always loved construction, wanted to get back to it. So 
got an opportunity to go back to the headquarters construction office as a specifications writer. So I spent a year and a half doing that. Uh, the next year I got promoted to um, assistant director of construction and about another two years later, it went from it was a seven year process from when I went downtown, I basically went from entry level to a director of construction for the state. Oh, so, wow. so in 1998, become director of construction for the state, leading uh, really all the, the bidding process and the, uh, I guess the construction admin process for the state at that time. And that's Alex mentioned where I met him first time. Uh, and like I say, took over '98, uh, state director until 2008, and I got my time served with the department uh, mm -hmm. and ready to head off to the private side and get uh, my retirement plus maybe an, another salary. And I uh, went through a long interview process and uh, uh, ended up, of course, SSR contacted me, and but I knew SSR was Memphis. Because that's oh that's the only one I'd worked sure, with. Sure, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the they interviewed us. We'll come over to our corporate office, and I come here, and I was just amazed that this facility was here, and uh, they impressed me. And lo and behold, I started work in 2008 here. I was the first transportation person outside of Memphis at that time. Yeah. My role as transportation market sector leader. I'm like I'm heavy on the construction side, but trying to grow all the other uh, disciplines to be a uh, design, structural design, roadway design. Uh, we've got some environmental work, uh, not much. We'd like to grow that, and also we do not have planning capabilities, and that's one thing we're looking at going down the road, too. Okay, so, and, th and those are the main pieces of, of transportation. I mean, just to kind of go back through them again, it's planning, uh, bridge design, roadway design, and what am I missing? You well, there's a right-of-way phase in there that people yeah. don't, you have to buy, buy the property. Right, right. So that's in there, too. So you're generally planning, uh, you have conceptual design right away, final design, then construction. Okay, okay, good, good. So uh, that's a, that's a good history. Fourteen years later, we yeah. have moved outside of Memphis. Have a, mm -hmm. a good staff here in Nashville now. We have people in East Tennessee. Uh, probably five years ago, we d developed a presence in the Panhandle of Florida, and mm -hmm. this last year we've gotten. Uh, I think we now have uh, five colleagues in Alabama now. So. In Alabama? Yes. Okay. Doing mostly CEI work? It's mostly, most of the Florida and Alabama CEI. We mm -hmm. do a little bit. We do know how to have the designers here in Nashville right now, but we do all the other disciplines here. So. Okay. In Nashville? Correct. And so what's what's in Memphis now? Memphis, we have all this, the structural, well, I shouldn't say that. We have structural design here. So we do have structural Good design point. here in Nashville. We have structural design, roadway design, a little environmental. Uh, one of the big things we do is utility coordination for projects. We do that in uh, everywhere. Yeah. So, well, and, and and I say that based on you know location because we we kind of blend now. I mean, there's there's very little barrier to the locations anymore, and, and uh, which is a good thing because right. we're able to leverage people and put them in the right place at the right time, which is which is always good. Well, the design side lends itself to being wherever on the construction side we do need to be near the project boots so on the ground have, yeah yeah we have to have feet on the ground there at those, those sites yeah yeah that's good well so so as you guys you guys have worked together kind of together yeah for, for quite a while now yeah. so um so how does that interaction occur now what what goes on between your side of the house and and your side alex i mean for, well, for project for, pursuits and for project, you know, execution and things like that. How does that, how does all that work within our? Yeah, David has led 
led our marketing efforts, even on the CEI side, really since he's been here. But I'm heavily involved in that as well. Mm -hmm. And we have almost daily conversations about projects that we want to pursue. And, and we've been really successful. Our history shows that when we know about a project far enough out in, in, in advance and really target that project mm -hmm. and start marketing ourselves to that client or that owner mm -hmm. and uh, trying to find as many details and, and the, the pitfalls, so to speak, of that project, we've been really successful in winning those. Mm -hmm. And that goes from the 4240 uh, project in Memphis that at the time was the the largest project that TDOT had ever done to some of the ones here in uh, the Nashville area as well, Gallatin, some of our other TDOT uh, projects. We've targeted those and we've been really successful uh, of winning them and, and I'm proud of that fact too. And so David and I, we bounce ideas about, you know, whether we can logistically handle a project. Uh, if we've got the staff to handle it, um, you know, our approach to it. And then just uh, as we get closer to the proposal stage, you know, trying to to really delve into the, the project specifics and and show our edge and our experience mm -hmm. and our. So, the, yeah, so the project positioning, I mean, I think this is important stuff that, that you know, not that people think that the stuff just is laying there on the sidewalk, we go pick it up and here's a project, right? I, I don't think people think that, but I don't know that they understand the complexity of, of winning some of these projects and how much effort you guys put into it, like a lot of our groups put into it. Um, it's positioning, it's, it's strategy, it's relationships, it's also bringing... Could be teaming as well. That's, teaming, That's one yeah. of the things we do is yeah. we go out and we, we look at the list of available consultants we think might be good for project what mm -hmm. strengths they would bring to the team location yeah. might be it and personnel might be that so yeah. we'll look at that we'll sit there and weigh out the teaming uh, then we'll actually go do that in our proposal and then sell our team back to the our, whichever client it may be right so, right so yeah. the teaming has been very good some states don't do that as much as others uh, Mm -hmm. But uh, in Tennessee, it's worked well. Yeah. So, so let's talk about some of the other states. And just the question is why? Why? Why are we in Alabama? Why are we in Florida? Where are we going next? What? What's the? Where we, what's the big picture? Okay. Um, we go where the work. We <laughs> <laughs> go where the work is. And, just, and yeah. And I guess the question for me is, you know, why Alabama? Why Florida? Is that where the dollars are flowing at well, this point? I'll give you a little insight on that. Is like Tennessee does probably. Their total budget is like uh, construction budget. Uh, it's probably about 1.3 billion a year. Um, Florida's is approaching 10 billion a year. So that's the reason to go to Florida. Mm -hmm. Texas is very similar to that. Texas has a very robust budget as well. Um, the infrastructure funding just passed. The new infrastructure bill just passed. Mm -hmm. Tennessee is going to get, get an additional 350 million annually. Florida is going to get an additional 700 million annually, and Texas is going to get 1.8 billion additionally annually. So now those year, are those those dollars earmarked for anything specific? No, they're, they're just here transportation. There are programs within it, uh, mm -hmm. and there's there's like five different programs in it, and there's some new programs that the DOTs do not know what they are yet. Mm -hmm. Resiliency and 
there's, I forgot one of the others, but there's some that have to be a little bit better defined for them. But they're not earmarked per se, but they have to go into these buckets to address issues within those buckets. And it's infrastructure as a whole. It's infrastructure, yeah. yes. And it could be, uh, be water. multiple things. You know, it could, it could be, water. be charging stations. No, Lots that's of, what I'm talking about is just, just transportation. Just transportation, okay. Yeah. So this is not infrastructure broad. This is infrastructure and transportation. Yeah, transportation. But it can relate to transportation by being electrical Great issues. It could be charging, charging stations, stations in yeah. rest areas or, or okay. new charging stations. A lot of it is electrical, electric vehicle focused. Electrification so. of it all, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah but you mentioned, you mentioned why Alabama. Well, Alabama's in between Tennessee and Florida, and it, mm -hmm. we got an opportunity to, to hire someone, it made sense. To, and the Alabama market's not quite as uh, strong as Tennessee. Uh, it's a little mm -hmm. bit less than that, but they're going they're going to get an additional three hundred million with the new funding too. So they're 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 a good market. Yeah, and we just feel like it need to fill in the gap. All right, so let's let's back up a little bit and, and talk about uh, some of the folks that, that you guys work with, and and kind of where we're heading. Some of the, the younger people and, and and people coming up through the ranks. What uh, what gets you excited about that? What's going on there? Let's start off with Memphis. Uh, we've got. Uh, I just had a conversation with Steve this morning about our staff, and uh, I feel like, and I say this, and I've I've said it throughout the years, but this is the best group of people I've ever been around. Uh, still got a lot of good friends and had a lot of good training at TDOT uh, mm -hmm. and work with them, but as far as a group of people that I'm having to manage, uh, the dedication, the, the education, the the just overall great attitudes that they have yeah. it's been it's been refreshing and really i look back and we've had very few what i would consider personnel issues through the years and that's been we've we've taken our time anytime we bring additional staff on uh we've always had the mindset we don't want to as some other consultants and and other firms you know they hire up and then as soon as the project's over they let people go and, mm -hmm. and I don't I didn't want my model and, and my idea of of my uh, sector of the business operating that way and, yeah. and they've they've allowed us to do that and allowed me to do that and so we were very purposeful in who we hire and it's worked out great for us and we have very low turnover uh, our people are loyal uh, and that's and the the repeat work that that we're getting and we do get a lot of repeat work. That's not me and David anymore. Mm. We we've, we've been out of the field enough now that we're uh, it's it's the the rest of the staff the work that they perform on a daily basis and the relationships that they build within with the client uh, with other stakeholders and you know we we are graded as uh, from the DOTs and the contractors have some input on that and we we are proud of our our grades that we receive every year uh, from from our client base and that again I, I give the credit to the staff on that that's 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 based on the work that they do every day so yeah and we've got some some really young up-and-coming engineers um, Although on the CEI and, and the construction aspect, a professional engineer is still not that important 
I mean, it, you do, it's not a requirement that you have to have that, but, but uh, a lot of our staff are licensed. Uh, I encourage that. Uh, but we're, we are also moving it into more of the full construction management. And that is where construction is literally, I, I, I say that you shepherd that project literally from conception, planning, procurement, all the way through construction and post-construction, mm -hmm. even into the maintenance phases, even on the horizontal side. And so uh, that's the construction management was kind of born in the vertical world, right. but it's now uh, becoming more and more popular in the horizontal uh, sector as well. And we're we're chasing some some full uh, construction management projects uh, like that. Uh, and other DOTs are are actually more involved in the construction. When, when I say wanting the construction management credentials more than TDOT is, but they're moving in that direction too. And that's a that's a big part where a construction manager is is not only again managing the construction project and the staff, but he's more involved in the financial side, even from a client standpoint, mm -hmm. and trying to to shepherd a project through the bidding phase and uh, or whatever uh, procurement methods they decide they want to use and uh, managing a schedule and working with that contractor on a on a schedule and and uh, schedules are hugely important and becoming more and more so important to, to each and every client so. oh yeah yeah no doubt about it so about you Dave on your side I guess we're looking at the program as a whole I mean Alex is leading our CI group mm -hmm. uh, Ben Ledsinger leads our roadway design group, and then Ian Ingstrom, a little twofold. Ian does the vertical side structural, but he also does bridge design right. for the transportation right. side. Yeah. So they're sort of the, the three leads as far as our, our market goes. And we have individuals in each location. Um, Nick Taylor and uh, Perry Lane in Memphis are some of our construction managers leading the process there. Red Jordan, Patrick Carrington here. In, uh, we hired Sharpie Smith, I think, actually 10 or maybe 12 years ago mm -hmm. uh, out mm -hmm. of Mississippi. He was former uh, local programs engineer for uh, Mississippi DOT. And Mississippi market wasn't quite what we wanted it to be, so we he's agreed to go to the Panhandle. And so he spends every week in the Panhandle, Florida. He's leading effort down there. And Eric right. Broom is helping him as a construction manager there. And uh, I guess a little over a year and a half ago, we hired Skip Poe. Skip was the former uh, director of construction for Alabama DOT, and he's sort of gearing up the Alabama market. And I guess last October we hired uh, Cornelia Sides there to be the first construction manager in, in Alabama. Yeah, so that, that work's starting to starting to pick up. Then we've we've mm -hmm. gotten our first job in Alabama, and we see the opportunity that may be coming. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So Alabama and Florida on the on the list. What's after that? What, well, what are we looking at? What are we thinking Alex about? Alex mentioned we'll go where the work is. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have offices in Texas. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Uh, Big market. Yeah, and they have a good program. That's one thing I didn't say it earlier on. Uh, yeah, we talk. We talking about uh, recession and uh, interest rates while to go. You know how the market fluctuates and goes up and down. Transportation is always generally steady. Every now and then mm -hmm. it'll go along, and what will happen? You get a stimulus bill, like in 2010, we got a stimulus bill that hiked up a little bit and come along and it's always just steady so it never really goes away so a little bit about uh what you guys do outside of work if, if you well, what's your pastime what do you do that's fun oh well uh, 
I've recently moved back into the country. Uh, I was living in downtown Memphis. So you're uh, taking care of land now. I'm taking care of land, <laughs> kind of getting back to my roots again. Yeah, uh, and I, it, it, it's a joy. I mean, yeah. I can get out now and and uh, get on the tractor and just have a big time. I'm a sports fan, uh, mm-hmm. a big basketball fan. Used to have Grizzlies season tickets, and uh, mm-hmm. so I, I follow that and. And uh, my children are older, but it's it's been fun, kind of you know watching them grow through the years, and mm-hmm. and uh, hoping for grandchildren one of these days. Yeah, so. you and me both. I'm in the same boat. Just waiting. Just uh, waiting. But yeah, I, I enjoy that. Uh, me and my wife, we like to travel when we when we have the opportunity, and and with SSR, I've got to see some parts of the the world. Well, not the world, but the country that I never thought I'd see going to different. Uh, conferences and and uh, trade, you know, trade associations and getting yeah, involved in that. That's so, something I was going to ask you about too. What what associations are you involved in, or what do you do from a professional standpoint outside of? <clears> well, Dave and I both are heavily involved with the Tennessee Road Builders Association, and so uh, there's that. And then there, uh, uh, Ashto, which is the American Association of Stra- State. Highway transportation officials. Of course, it is. We're involved with that too. They've they've got uh, anything transportation related from design, maintenance, mm. uh, construction, and David and I are involved in the construction on that. Uh, and so, we're not members of that. That is strictly resol- uh, uh, reserved for DOT officials. But mm. okay, uh, yeah. as consultants, we get can go network and actually find out about projects coming out and things like that. So that's been a, a, a really good relationship builder for us. And so we're involved, I'm personally involved in that, ACEC as well, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Pulling in some of the younger folks into that or- We are. Teeing yeah. up for it, yeah. There's even a, they break Ashto out into four regions and the SASHTO, the Southern Association mm-hmm. is that. We attend those conferences as well and then network with that, like I say. That's, that's a good event. Okay. So, so what else do you do there? Oh, talking about what um, Alice mentioned basketball. My dad was a high school basketball coach. So uh, okay. I yeah. played basketball until I was 40. And then I found out that every other time I went out, I got hurt. So I had to quit doing that and had to find something to do. So I, uh, I played golf. So I tried to actually play a little bit more golf. My son is a good golfer. Mm-hmm. So one thing I've been trying to take him to venues and uh, he will remember. I've taken you to a couple. I've been to a few that I'm on my bucket list. Been to St. Andrews, oh, wow. been to Pebble Beach, uh, Whistling Straits. So Whistling Straits, that's a nice one. So I've been to some good golf courses. So yeah, get to see part of the. the first, I guess when I went to uh, Scotland, that's the first time actually I've been outside the Caribbean to be outside the United States. So it was unique to go there. So. All right. Well, I want to thank you for coming in and spending some time and. Tell us a little bit about your story and what you guys are doing for us and appreciate all the work and conversation. Appreciate being here. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. All right. Thanks for joining us for this episode of SSR On Air. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also connect with us on social media. Links to everything can be found in the show's notes. Take care, everyone. See you next time.